vegan. What's up, what's up, people? Welcome to another episode of I Am Negan, a TWD Universe podcast. My name is Adam Vale. I am a editor over at The Coalition. That's with a K.com. Tonight, I'm joined by Editor-in-Chief Richard Bailey Jr. What's up, Rich? What's up, Adam? What's up, listeners? And Throwdown's own Carlos Romero. What's up, Carlos? Yo, yo, yo. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on is that uh, this is it. We're, we're and it, it, toward the end of this second part, because there's three parts of The Walking Dead uh, final season. So this is for season 11, episode 14, The Rotten Core. Uh, so again, real quick note, uh, people, if you have not watched this, go ahead and, and go over to AMC Plus and you can watch it there. If not, then you can wait till Sunday because that's when it's going to air. Just so you know, this we will be discussing spoilers because I still get asked about that all the time, even though it says in the description we're discussing this episode and people are like, oh, did you guys talk about that? Whatever, whatever. Get, check it out. <laughs> I mean, we've been doing this for a while now, so I mean, we got a back catalog and that's that's always been our format. Just in case, but I think really the reason why I get asked that question is because a lot of people don't know that AMC Plus posts these episodes a full week early, and it's understandable. You wouldn't think that. Why would they do that? You know, it's like maybe uh, like we know Showtime, HBO, a few of them. They'll do it like that night. They'll do it like the night before it airs, that type of deal. But no, AMC Plus is a full week, and I'm sure they might. I think, yeah, in fact, I think it's been confirmed they're doing the same with Better Call Saul, which is uh, cool. And I think we might come back for that one just to cover that final season because that was an awesome show. So I just wanted to get that disclaimer out there. Again, thanks for all the support, people. I'm sure it has to do with uh, the fact this is the final season for The Walking Dead, and that's fine. You know, so you know, join the discussion if you want over on our YouTube channel, that's The Coalition, or over at thecoalition.com, and, you know, there you go. I mean, there's no chat format over at Spotify, but I think they have that at iTunes, so if you that's where you download and want to leave a comment, go for it. If not, don't do it. But thanks again for all the follows on all those platforms, and it's been great so far. A lot of people, every time I check, it's like a few more heads here and there, and, and it's great, because it just shows, us, like I said, it's people interested in The Walking Dead, and we cover not just this Walking Dead, but also the spinoffs. Fear the Walking Dead is awesome. World Beyond was trash, and it's gone. That's great. We got <laughs> two more uh, spinoffs. No, three more spinoffs coming. I'm sure one of those will be trash. Um, this Negan Maggie Isle of the Dead sounds kind of like trash. I'm not really hyped on that. I do like the idea of going to a big city. But we also know that that comes at a higher price tag, so I expect a lot of CG work to be done. I don't really see them running around in the city. I mean, hey, Carlos, you're in the city. Do you see me and anybody running around? Do you see a camera crew downtown? Huh? See any of that? I saw a camera crew, but I think it was for a different show. Mm. Um, not not for anything Walking or Dead, but uh, maybe Mar Marvelous Miss Vazel or one of those shows. Um, but yeah, not, nothing for Walking Dead so far. Nothing they, for they still film Dead. Law and Order. I used to see the uh, Castle Law and Order. I used to work downtown uh, near mm. the courthouses. And if you get there early, because they would do their filming obviously very early in the morning when there's not a lot of people around. And uh, yeah, you, you would see them. They would close off like one of the side streets or the back streets of the courthouse and they would do a filming and stuff. And 
especially the law and order was funny there was one time it was a dunkin donuts near one of the alleys and i got to work early and i saw like a camera crew and everything and i see a body on the floor with blood you know and the, the like a, the, the detective standing over them like talking their lines or whatever and i was like oh that's pretty cool no but uh yeah so how was the set the set was just <laughs> right there. That, that was no uh, just, it's like oh, that was just the corner around the around the block. <laughs> it was yeah, it was just in the alley. Well, whatever. But uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, we we cover everything. So thanks again for jumping in and yeah, just sticking around once this is done. Because like I mentioned, we we're gonna do a rundown of all the other shows as they start coming out. All right, so let's get into it. Three, two, one. Boop. I got a lot of issues with this one. I like it. I really, or I should say passions because I've seen it. I, I liked the episode. There was a lot of action, but it also raised a lot of questions. A lot of questions. I mean, right off the bat, yes, we see we were introduced to, to uh, the the love interest slash confirmed the wife of Negan. Uh, six months? Yeah, I guess things can move fast, right? Like what's what's the point of courting and spending time? It doesn't even matter, right? It's none of that matters. If you find somebody that you like, hold on to them tight because they might be gone the next time you encounter a walker. So we not only do we find out that uh, that woman is his wife, but uh, they're have, expecting a child. So right off the bat, before I go any further, what did you think of that? Did that make sense to you? Were you cool with it, Rich? Well, yeah, I thought it made sense because they are trying to connect this whole thing with uh, Negan and Maggie. And since they have made the smart decision to announce that other show before this show was over, uh, that's what I had said on the last podcast is that I want to see how they're going to explain why these two are on a show when they absolutely dislike each other. So I think it made sense to progress that because now... It's a situation that uh, you know Negan is could, might potentially become a parent eventually, uh, and he feels even more guilt that he basically killed Glenn. So um, that's what it felt like to me. I still think he should feel no guilt. <laughs> I still think he should feel no guilt whatsoever. Because if you Uh-oh. flip it around, and I've brought this up numerous times, and I'll bring it up now because it is relevant. Why feel the guilt? Rick and his crew were the ones they were the aggressors they went in and they killed all these people sleeping and we know there was a crib there because there wasn't I mean there was a baby there because we saw the crib so they had children there they killed everybody remember that episode so oh, yeah, I remember like, that. Yeah, they killed all the saviors and they were like oh yeah this is what we do and then of course the, the infamous rocket scene with uh, um with Daryl shooting the rockets at everybody, remember blowing them up on the road, and I mean there was a lot of killing there. So for Negan, he had to retaliate in some ways, and he didn't know these guys from a hole in the wall. He didn't know the whole thing going on. He did the eeny meeny miny mo. So it's very <laughs> random. It wasn't intentional. It was like oh yeah, I'm gonna ruin your life, lady. Here we go. No, he had to do something. And yes, it pans out to the way things are now in story and blah, blah, blah. But still, I don't think he did anything wrong. He had to do it. I mean, who wouldn't do it? You have to say, do something to show your people that you mean business. They just killed a bunch of your guys while they were sleeping. Think about that. Like, if that would have happened in Alexandria, if it was if the roles were reversed, what do you think Frick would have done? Oh, and, yeah. You know, the, well... The, 
Well, yeah, I I, I agree. Uh, I, I I'm very curious though what uh with what, what our very good friend Carlos thinks about this uh particular situation. <laughs> Well, I feel more strongly about a different part of the situation, but in terms of Negan feeling guilt, the fact that he has a wife, I'm like, damn, that thing's, I mean, he spent years just, you know, in jail and not doing anything, and then reintegrating into the, into the, the Alexandria group, and then to leaving, and then it's just, I feel like it's moving all, all too fast, and it's like, oh, we gotta give, we gotta give Negan a sort of a uh, his his own like crew now. Um, well, that well, seems like well that's that's the thing. That's what I was also mentioning is that they leave that open. We don't know if he was a follower or if he was a, a leader of the group or one of the higher ups. We don't know. And he doesn't answer that question. He just said, you know, this is my wife. This is where we live, and that's it. He said it. We live here. Okay, so what? You, what's going on? I don't get it. And clearly, she's been there longer because she knows all these people. Mm-hmm. She said, these are my people. She said, also, they've had other warlords before in charge of them. So, it's what, you're always cycling so, through these guys? Like, what, what was... That's what I'm saying. It's, the fact that Negan hasn't specified what his role was in this new community tells me I have a feeling he's going to announce that he was the leader, that he was the one. He was the next warlord. That guy that was sitting there, that was a figurehead that was just screening people. And and also the fact that they both look like they're in their 50s and they're about to have a kid. Yeah. Well, a lot of questions. Well, well, I, I, well I, I definitely agree with the criticism. The, the only thing that I would say is that we had that whole episode with Negan's backstory and the fact that you saw everything that he lost before uh, all the other stuff that happened afterwards. So I, I kind of think they basically wanted to redeem the character and have him get something this season that he can come away happy with. That was why they introduced this storyline with now he has a wife and a kid on the way. But we already know this is The Walking Dead, and that probably will not end Oh, you know what? Why not? I'll I'll just tell you what I think right now. I have a feeling. This is my theory. This wife, (laughs) I can't recall her name, but the wife, Negan's wife, she's going to stick around. She's going to survive, and she's going to be the one that takes care of Herschel when Negan and Maggie decide to go on their adventure to Manhattan. For that oh really? Like that. That's my theory. I have because they, they're not going to kill Herschel off, and what you're going to do a time jump like you mentioned? They're still they're old now, you know what I mean? It's like how many time jumps do you need before you start putting you know gray dreads on Negan to look like uh, Ezekiel? <laughs> so, come on now, you can't do it. You can't do it. And uh, even there's a little callback, and we'll get to it in this episode where he he sort of pulls like a Kill Bill, like you're gonna want a vengeance when you get older. Come find me, you know that type of thing. Yeah. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's like okay, all right. So uh, if you're, you're new to the show, but the format is if there's multiple paths, we just streamline through one, and then we'll jump in the other one. So right now we're just flying through this part of the story, and then after we'll get to Daryl and, and the House of the Dead and that whole thing that happened there. All right, so as uh, we see that they're in this compound, which they're running around a lot of floors. It didn't look that large when they first showed the outside image, right? It didn't look, it, what, three floors maybe? Did it look? Yeah. It, it didn't look that big. But then in this episode, they're doing a lot of running around and hiding in different rooms and stuff. And you got the Commonwealth soldiers searching. At, come on now, like three floors? You can't, can't find... You know, whoever's in three floors with all the noise that these people are making and arguing and stuff like that. But uh, 
It's it, it is what it is. But one of the things that the key notes is that we do find out, like I mentioned, he gets married. They uh, Maggie finds this out. She's like, all right, whatever. Uh, also, uh, one of the soldiers, Commonwealth soldiers, finds Herschel. In one of the rooms, but thankfully Negan is there. Takes that soldier out, tells Maggie on the walkie, "Hey, I found your boy. What's he doing out of this?" So, and even the, the soldier said there was a stowaway, right? Pretty sure that's what he said. So he knows that the kid shouldn't be there, or maybe I'm just mixing it up with someone else. But he finds the kid. The point is, they find Herschel there. Herschel and Negan have this little heart-to-heart moment, and he was like, uh, "Basically, tell him he's a bad guy. He did some bad things." And Herschel takes out a gun. And points it at him. And this really upset me because, uh, I mean, I've held some guns in my life. And they're, they're, they're heavy. They have some weight. And that gun particularly looked heavy. It wasn't like it was a, a six-shooter or anything. And even those old school ones are fairly heavy. And he's holding it. And yeah, there was a little shaking, but it should have been drooping down. I just found it very unbelievable that he would just be carrying this gun on him. If that's the case, why didn't he point it to the soldier who actually threatened his life? You got something to say, Carlos. You got something to say. Oh, this this is where this is where everything just got derailed for me. I'm like, okay, I'm enjoying it. I'm I'm seeing like Negan having a wife, Negan getting someone pregnant. Okay, it's it's a leap I can take. Uh, even though I'm not, you know, I'm not a hundred percent sure about it, but you know, I'll take that I'll take that road. This whole thing with Herschel busting out a Glock, you know, at, at, at Negan, just because, you know, he's putting two and two together without doing any of the other research is just beyond me. The fact that he's doing that, the fact that they haven't, they haven't really, um, how do you say they haven't really you know shown his character to be like that like we don't know we hardly know herschel other than hey mom yeah you know he's always right. Back, right, he's mom? always in scenes with the other kids just hanging around he's he's not pulling a judah we haven't seen him in situations where he's fighting and running and, if, and living the harsh life besides hiding it, in the woods remember that one time we found him he was hiding up in the treetop that was it if if it was Judith, maybe maybe I can see it. Even though Judith is like really like her her character is, is a lot more you know forgiving and and, and like that. But at least but she's she, also street savvy. She, she's I, I would, we would yeah. call that street savvy in this world. Yeah, she she knows how to handle herself. She was taught that way. Yeah, but at least at least we know that you know she can handle herself at at, at her age. And but you know the thing with Herschel, it's like, man, this is just. It's just weird, like, like they just they wanted to force this confrontation between both characters, and I, I felt like they took the the worst possible route to get to that confrontation. Yeah, it wasn't needed, and it was unbelievable. There was no way he was going to even pull that trigger, and no point that I say, "Oh no, this is where they kill Negan." <laughs> no, not like this. And it, even when he even tries to give the the whole thing, he's like, "You know what? I probably do deserve to die, but if you shoot me, those bad guys they're going to know where we are." And you see everybody else that's in this room because they, they were all hiding in like this hidden room that was like a closet, or it was like a a, a closet that was adjacent to a room that had a little hole. And he was like, hey, now you're putting all of us at risk. And they don't deserve it, right? 
do they deserve it? Mm-hmm. And then you know, and then he puts the gun down, and Lydia, who's in the room, also she takes the gun away, and, and that's it. I was I was hoping that that other side of Lydia from when she was with the Whispers would come out, and she would just like pistol with the kid, like smack him, like you dumb brat, what's wrong with you? You know, do something. Well, also, we got to take into account that I just thought about something. Didn't wasn't Negan the one that said that he didn't regret anything he did? Yeah, because he did it for the people. As much as people, I mean, he did some mess up things. I'm not. I know some people are like, how could you condone everything? No, no, no. Yeah, the whole thing he did with, with Dwight and you know, with his wife and then all the other women that he's taken. They didn't really talk about that in the show, but in the comics, he had a bunch of wives. He he would take whatever woman he wanted. My wife. And that's how, as we know, Dwight got his face burnt because uh, you know he tried to step up to Negan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but in the case with the the whole killing, and I went into yeah, I don't, I think he was in the right for that. It was justified. There's no issues there. But he's a changed man, and as we saw in those final episodes of uh, last season, he was a gym teacher and he worked with kids. That was his thing. He made it seem like he liked the job, so it wasn't like ah, he's just some bullshit job, whatever. He wasn't. He liked it. He liked being around kids and. That would explain why he's willing to reproduce in that time with all the craziness going on. I don't know if I would pick that choice because it's a hard life. But then again, we don't know the role that he's playing in this community, in this building. Because he, he, he hasn't acknowledged it. He said he lives there, but he hasn't said, like, this is my group, my people, or I'm senior member, or I'm a low end. None of that. We don't know. We don't know. And later on in the same episode... When Maggie is out there running around with the, his wife, with Negan's wife, and she even says, oh, he told me everything about what he did to your husband, all this stuff. He's a different guy now, da, da, da. And I was like, really? This is what you're going to start talking about? Come on now. It's like, we've been down this. Yeah. I find, it hard, I find it hard to believe that this is the pillow talk of the first six months of a relationship. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I did this killing, this and this and that. It's like, I'm... I'm sure she doesn't know everything, and just like I mentioned with the multiple wives and all that stuff and then the life he was living. I don't know. But who knows? If he's the leader of this group, he probably doesn't have to say much. But we, we don't see too much interaction with the other members. We just see a lot of interaction with the wife. So we don't know. I haven't, My we wife. Haven't, right? We haven't seen anybody else, hey, sir, sir, or any of that type of shit. No, no acknowledgement or any of that. But we do see a lot of them sneaking around, trying to find different people, do do that whole thing, going back and forth. Yeah, and uh, eventually, the the gist of it is, uh, it made it seem like Carlson was getting close to finding them, but they set a trap. Maggie came up with a plan. They did a, a decoy, a distraction. The Carlson and them go running out, and they see that it's uh, our boy uh, Aaron, aka Rick. And Aaron form, because that's one of the things as I kept looking at the images of the scene and seeing Aaron with his beard and with his hand and all that. I'm like, oh, wow, this is Rick Grimes from the comic. This is crazy. It's like he's, he's, this is it. And then I started Googling it. Sure enough, one of the showrunners had said they wanted to introduce that co- that character, the Rick from the comics, but in some way they wanted to bring him back. And that's what they did. And once I read that, I'm like, oh, you spoiled it for me because now. This is the Rick. Now they could attach everything that they want to do with Rick onto Aaron. Because the role Aaron is in charge of Alexandria. That was Rick. 
uh, Rick lost the hand. Well, Aaron lost his hand. Rick cut his hair and grew a beard and the whole thing, and then that's Aaron right there. And Rick eventually had a lot of issues. Uh, I mean, just because just because you got spoiled doesn't mean you have to spoil it for everyone well, no, else. No, but I'm just saying from that. I mean, that alone. If anybody looks, it, it's it's out there. But I just I don't know. It, it's just uh, yeah, they they threw a lot of that in Aaron. But real quick, they just jump in. They see Aaron. They see the killer priest. That's what we call him now. Killer priest. Yeah. Yep. And uh, he's like, oh, this is what you're doing. And then, then you hear all the gunshots in the background. The rest of the crew. They're taking out all the other guards now that Carson and I guess his top guys went out to go find Aaron and the other one. And then sure enough, Maggie comes up with the gun and the wife and they're all surrounding him. And uh they put him down. I like I like how I like how uh, Negan calls him, he's like Gabe. <laughs> yep, yep, that's it. And he gets put down. And it's funny because I didn't even put two and two together until he fell. It's like all this action happens right there at that uh, that part of the building where you can fall down where they were throwing all the people off. Remember? They were, doing, they were sending him for the swan time. And that's what happens here. He gets shot. He shoots him a few times in the leg so he can fall down, but he's still alive. He survives that fall. And uh, all the people that he threw off are now walkers, and they start eating him up. I don't know. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's funny how he's... <laughs> all the other ones didn't survive. And and somehow and also somehow they they've all were thrown down like at different points of time, but somehow they all converted into walkers at the exact same moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's TV time. It's that's that's what I call it. when that happens. Like, oh, this is a TV but moment. I was actually, I mean, I actually liked the character. I, I wish we got him, we would have gotten more with with him than what we it, did. He would have been interesting to to for, yeah do a deep dive to find out what's going because it didn't seem like he was a bad guy. He wasn't bad guy. He had good intentions until Hornsby put that uh, that pretty much that ultimatum on him like you do this or I kick you out type of deal. And uh, that's it. And still they were trying to figure out where the guns are. They don't know where the guns are. Yeah, they were talking about it, and he was like, I don't know anything about guns. And he talked about, you know, you've been, no, I don't know anything about guns. And I was like, at this point, come on up. There's no way Negan would lie to the crew. Well, we know where the guns are. We'll oh, get yeah. into that later. Oh, yeah, we're about to get in that, because that was the, the end of this segment. That they're, they're part of the show. Yeah, because they don't know where the guns are. And they were like, oh, they, and then remember what we discussed in the last episode. We're like, maybe it was BS. Maybe this was just a wild goose chase, just to send him out there to go and clear the area. Which makes no sense either, because it didn't look like it was that big of a location worth picking up. Not like um, like uh, the, the the beachfront area. That That's different. You take out that whole crew, you got the beach. So th- there's something to gain from that. This, not so much. But then, sure enough, just like you mentioned right there, as you were bringing up, we see uh, a walker get put down. Or was it? No, it was a soldier. Sorry, it said a few. I think it was like a few days, a few weeks earlier, and we see one of the soldiers crawling, and he gets his throat slit, and then the camera pans up, and ta-da! Leah is back, but it looks like she did everything by herself. We don't see anyone else. Yes, uh, I like to comment on this uh, right oh, quick. Do it, <laughs> do it. Uh, so I heard. What y'all both said about the the criticisms of the episode, and I agree. But I will say this: when I saw this scene right here, I said, "Okay, this for me made it a great episode," because I felt like 
You know, I didn't really like how Daryl treated that situation with Leah, where, you know, obviously he was conflicted. And, of course, all of her family members, a.k.a. her team, got killed. So I wanted to see... Yeah, the Reaper. So I wanted to see how they were going to respond to that, because obviously you can't just have that character disappear. And, of course, we know that Daryl has this whole uh, crush situation with uh, Carlos's favorite character. Um, Connie? Connie, yes. Oh, Connie, yeah. So now this this is fantastic here i thought well this is great this is a new adversary not a new adversary but this is you know it, it is a woman scorn so daryl is is in trouble is he <laughs> is he really in trouble uh, i thought about that i thought about i'm like what is her goal what is her motive i'm not too sure it's to kill daryl because remember when he went looking for her, it wasn't so much to find her he just told her to leave he was like well, i'm not here to kill you just just go it wasn't him. If anything, she would probably want Maggie. Because Maggie's the one that was booking shots and killed her people at the end. So I'm surprised by this. And All right, fine. So she, she took out the, the Commonwealth Guards and she stole weapons that they said they were transporting. How many weapons? I don't know. Who is she giving these weapons to? Does she have a new crew of people? Are they familiar familiar faces? I don't know. But anything is possible, and they proved that with Negan over here popping up that he's married, has a baby on the way, and has a whole other crew. And uh, so anything is possible. Six months, I guess a lot can happen. Do you, do you know what the baby's name is? Toby. That's just me. Probably, that's bullshit. I, don't, I have no it's idea. It's probably going to be Negan. Yeah, that's right. They're, I am they're Negan. all Negan. They're, they're all Negan. We're all Negan. And that's what I was hoping, too, that we would see somebody there get captured like went for the questioning. Where are the weapons? I don't know. What's your name? Negan. And then they just kick him off. Just a really subtle so a callback so then people would know. Like, oh, wait a minute. He started his own crew again. He, but no, that, I think that's a thing of the past. I think we're the only ones that are still saying that. I don't know. He doesn't even say it anymore. And, and it's a shame. It's a shame because it, he was really good at it. And they're coming up with all the little one-liners and quick remarks. I don't think we're going to see that version come back here. Remember, he's a changed man. Unless something happens to his new wife and baby. But that's that's too on the nose if they do that. And this is the final season. So it, what would be the end game of, oh, wow, we introduce a wife and she's pregnant with a child. Oh, no, she got bit. Oh, no, she's a walker. And then now it's going to set him off for, what, the last few episodes? Come on now. There's no need for that. There's no need for that. So yeah, it's 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 a it's a I, I guess you know it's understandable why they're doing it, but you know having having the characters leave and come back so quickly and in, right into the fold, like for example, you know we have her going with the weapons and she was only banished like what three or four episodes ago but Um, and that's that's why it's it's such a big deal that people remember that they said six months later they've only said it once and that was from the 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 beginning of this season when it's like that right at the end of the episode which we still haven't seen yet i think that's in the next episode episode 15 well yeah 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 in the preview for next week yeah that's that's going to be us coming back to that scene and right after that it's only one episode and then they go on break again so there we go so the theory with Leah before we cover the second part I think is uh, she has another crew I don't think she's gone uh, Rambo I don't think she's going to have all these guns and she's going to kill everyone but because the fact that she killed all the commonwealth maybe she has something out for them as well 
Maybe she knows more than what we know. We don't know. But I have a feeling she has a crew. I don't think she's just uh, a G.I. Jane over here. I, I don't think that's happening. So what about you guys? Any theories on what's going on with her? You think she's out there just to get Daryl? I don't uh, think. I'll go ahead, Rich. Oh no, go ahead, Carlos. Then I'll 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 continue. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think they're setting her up to be a villain. Uh, I feel like she's going to be more of a sort of like a. I don't even know if anti-hero is a thing because she's she's clearly she's clearly. The stage is set for her and Daryl to still be in good terms because Daryl was, at the end of the day, the one that tried to, you know, make Maggie not do anything like you guys mentioned, and he was the one that set her free because he, mm-hmm. he's like said that it was, the coast was clear and she was gone, and but she was still there. But um, yeah, she's she's gonna get involved. She's gonna she's gonna get in cahoots with Maggie probably like everyone else in this. And he took care show. of her dog. Dog. Well, yes. He took care of dog. Uh, he spared her life. Uh, I, 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 however, I think the opposite. I think she is going to be an adversary to uh, everybody because, like, like, like you just said, Carlos, when she sees Maggie, she's going to lose it. Um, and, and the thing about it is that Daryl, obviously, when she finds out, you know, once again comes into contact with Daryl, yeah, there'll be a little bit of a. Uh, conflicted again because yes they did have a pad they do have a past together but i kind of feel like because he is still associated with maggie that will make her become an adversary because they, they have to i, I don't think it's going to end peaceful between her and and and, and daryl i think mean, i feel like she's going to try to go after some of the people that uh because she has to avenge her uh her team that got killed so yeah, and um, and, well, they, and the show's ruined it for us because we know that Maggie moves on to have her own show after this with Nina. Yes. So, we if they do have an altercation, we know who's going to be the victor, and uh, that's the sad part. <laughs> that is a sad part. Well, well, well no, the, maybe, maybe Leah will get a spinoff. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get a spinoff. You get a spinoff. We all get spinoffs. Well, you guys, you guys also got to understand, Maggie isn't doesn't have friends with all. She's not friends with anybody at this point. She's lost, you know, lost the Commonwealth uh, and and uh, Hornsby. She she doesn't have Leah. She you know. But well, she lost ever, a lot of her people over the hilltop. But they're not going to betray her. I mean, she still has Lydia it, and a few others that are, are always going to stick by her. Of course, Aaron is going to stay stand by her if there something does go down. If I. I think it's important to also understand the, the context of, of what's going on because I think it'll tell you sort of where things are headed. Leah isn't stealing from Alexandria or Hilltop or Oceanside. She's stealing from the Commonwealth. So the Commonwealth is naturally trying to make enemies to the people that are stealing at them. Well, the question and is, I, does she know it's the Commonwealth or does she was just raiding some random... Uh, caravan and it's like oh wow look I got a bunch of guns here my best guess is that she she she's probably going to find out or if she hasn't already who what type of group she's she's messing with because it's 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 organized they have uniforms like the empire and it's it's pretty like she's just not stealing and especially someone that came as with a group like the reapers she's probably She's probably already understood sort of the risk that she's taking by messing with this type of group. Yeah. Well, 
the one thing I think we could all agree on is that actually uh, was the highlight of this episode. Because that throws in a lot of questions. And it's like, oh, wow, she's the wild card. Anything can go here. We don't know. And uh, it should be interesting. Because she is a good character. She's always been introduced as a strong character. Remember, she was a, a military soldier, I think special forces, and, and all that background. So this 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 works out. This works out. And I'm, I'm curious to see what happens going forward with her. All right, so now we'll jump into the second part. And this is what's going on with uh, Daryl and Rosita. And we see that they're, with, they're in their soldier garb, and they're all getting their orders from their commander. You go here, you go there. And they were told to just go to some area and just secure it. Nothing big, right? But then we got Sebastian walking around trying to play Mr. Big Guy for some new girl. And he was like, oh, I'm good at taking down. They don't call them walkers. I forgot what he called them, but... Uh, he mentioned it, and he said, yeah, go right down, right? Isn't that true? He's like, oh. And he's like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you did great. You, you're you number one or something like that. So it's clapping. But, I mean, it, it wasn't. It didn't come off sincere, and he picked that up, too. And that pissed him off. So as soon as uh, the two leave the building, Sebastian comes out, and he was like, oh, no, no, no. I, I need you guys. No, uh, the uh, two other dudes, soldiers, come out. And then he said, no, no, you got a new assignment. You got to come with us. You got to go do this other job. And they're like, well, we were told to go do. No, 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 no. That's an easy job. Anybody can do that. But we need, we have something special for you. And when they go over, that's when we see Sebastian. And it turns out that there's this big mansion down the hill, swarmed with walkers. And this, this also sort of frustrated me because it doesn't really make much sense that this is about money. And that's what it is, especially in this time. Does that really matter? Is it, why is that even relevant? But whatever he says, hey, is that I need money. My mom is cutting me off, so I need you guys to go into that that mansion over there. There's a bunch of workers. Find your way in. Here's a code for the safe room because the guy had one of those safe rooms in there, and uh, he hid all his money and everything. So I need you to get that for me. That. Right there, the premise just didn't make any sense for me. It, it didn't do it. Money for what? Like what to buy more ice cream? Because that's what everyone seems to be obsessed with at the Commonwealth. Freaking ice cream! Every scene always talks about ice cream. I th- I think it's for power and manipulation. But th- yeah, I, I guess. money you have, the more people you could potentially have under your control. Um, it's you know. I, I understand. I understand why it, it kind of seems a little bit silly, but you know, in the context of, of of what this world is, you know, and them using old currency, uh, it it makes sense as to why it should really it be a barter system. system. So, and that's how the Commonwealth. I mean, uh, that's Alexandria and Hilltop and all the other. That's how they work. You know, we make this, you do this, we we trade, and then we we co-survive. Money, currency, come on now. Yeah, I, and and it's you know, the Commonwealth. Th- the thing that they're trying to do is they're 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 trying, and uh, probably the best at succeeding, at you know, being like the old the oh, old yeah, ways. Bringing back the old ways. That's what the the governor kept saying in the last one, right? Oh, we could do it. We could bring back the old ways, like these. But it, yeah, do you really want that? I don't know. But that that's their idea. That's their premise. And. Of course, Daryl's like, no, no, we're not doing it. We're not doing it. He could definitely play Snake ah. if they ever make a Metal Gear movie. I think, no, 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 I'm not doing <laughs> well, it. Well, I mean, it's <laughs> if if they make if they make a, a 
If if Kojima has oh, anything shit. to do he with it, definitely be in it. He'd be in that and sign for four sequels. So uh, <laughs> yeah, so here it is. He's over here saying, "No, no, we're not doing it." And he's like, "Well, no, no, you have to." And then he starts talking about the kids. How's your kid doing? And how's Coco doing? You know, Rosie. And once he says that, Daryl went old school. Daryl pulled a knife on, put it to his throat. You throwing in my kids? You turn like oh, he he just went off. And it's funny because the uh, the soldiers, the goons, there was like, "We'll put you down." And it was like, "Not before we kill him first. You know. So what do you really want to do? But he's like, no, no, not threatening. I'm just saying I can give them a better life. I can give them everything they need. That's all I'm saying. You know, you're, you're going to get a cut from this. I don't know if he mentioned the cut, but later on we see that that was uh, what he was trying to entice them with. And uh, they were like, oh, man, what do you do? But this was, they had no choice at this point. Once they brought up the kids, once he brought that up, it's like, all right, we got to do it. So they cover themselves up with guts and they go in. So before I go any further, I already heard your, your thoughts on this. Rich, what did you think of this whole idea of going down into the mansion for money in a safe room? Did this did this pull you in? Do you like? Oh wow, I can't wait to see this. Well, uh, I'm still not convinced that this is a a very a good adversary to end the show off of because I had complained about that last week. This particular storyline wasn't really that interesting to me obviously what happens later in the storyline because you're seeing again the you know with them deciding to slowly turn against um the commonwealth um so i mean i think that's a lot more interesting but this whole thing about going after money yeah that that, that didn't make much sense to me it it seemed like it was just an easy way for some people to get killed and we did see somebody get killed so Mm -hmm. and then a couple people got killed And then that's what I was thinking. I was thinking that, oh, this is a, a, a death trap right here. He's purposely sending them on this because he feels that uh, Daryl is making uh, fun at his expense with, the, with, the, with the, the whole pandering. Oh, yeah, yeah, you did it. You, you did a great job killing those walkers and then with the slow clap and all that. But no, it looks like this is a legit thing, and we find out once uh, they the two get into this mansion area, there's a bunch of walkers. Yeah, but then we see that they have Commonwealth suits on and stuff like these people. He's done this before. He's sent groups down there to try to enter, and for some reason they can never make it. And uh, they first had to go into was it the basement area, or whatever, to turn on power because that was the other thing. The key panel didn't have any power, so they they fight their way through. They turn on the power, but they also find out that there is a survivor in there. It's a a woman, and she's like, "Help me, help me!" You know, there's I'm stuck in here, and everybody's dead. And then when they get in, she explains the situation. I'm like, uh, we were all trying to get in here. We finally got in, but then we got attacked, and they stood out there, and I stood in here, and they died. So it's it's just me. And uh, while they're doing this, though, um, he uh, Daryl decides, like, well, where's the money and all that? And just like, oh, it's right here in the safe. We just gotta break this open. It's like, okay. Now I had some questions right off the bat. I had to pause this and think to myself, like, one, how long have you been in here? It was like a day, weeks. What what what's going on? No one questioned all these people missing because there was a lot of soldiers there. Uh, I guess not. No one cared. So I I don't know that, that there's a plot hole right there that didn't make much sense. And also uh, it must smell really bad in there if you've been in clothes for that long because I'm sure you you know doing a number one and number two all over the place. I didn't see any bathrooms. It's just a room, it's just a safe room. Now, sometimes they have little potties. It depends how fancy. I didn't see, 
I didn't see a juice bar. I didn't, right? see, I didn't see. I didn't see anything. She she didn't look hungry. The first thing she should have asked for is water. Her throat is dry. Uh, no, she did not because she's been screaming this whole time. Whatever. I'm looking too far into it. So anyway, he starts smashing at the safe, and uh, once he starts doing that, and, surprise, surprise, the alarm starts going off. Right? Because uh, it's not working. And so uh, Rosita starts smashing at the alarm. It's like everybody's doing like Conan style for everything. You know, must smash, you know, Hulk. And that's not helping. And it's uh, causing all the walkers to start getting closer and closer. And they're like, all right, now we're just going to have to fight our way. So they finally open it up and they start grabbing all the cash, putting it in a bag. But now they have to fight their way through all these walkers. They're having issues. It's looking dire for them. And then, ba ba ba. Next, you know, we hear gunshots and all the stuff going on. And to save the day is Mercer and Carol. And uh, the big surprise. Uh, I was very surprised because even the way it was described, because really quick in passing, when there was one part where Daryl's like, oh, he was talking to Carol. And it's like, hey, you want to meet for lunch? And he's like, yeah, I just got to go do something. I'll be right back. So she was so concerned because he wasn't right back for lunch that she went and found Mercer. And then they found that they were at this. I don't know how that happened. That they knew that they were over at this haunted mansion. I don't know. That that part, they didn't really explain. But she just said, I got Mercer, and we went looking for you. And what better place to go? I mean, they could easily say the alarm went off, but it wasn't going off for that long. That could have uh, lured them over to it. But whatever. What did you think of that before I go any further of uh, the Save the Day with Carol and Mercer arriving? Carlos? I think I liked it. I mean, Mercer would look like a badass. You know, Carol... You know, always coming in the clutch, as usual. Oh, yeah. So I, 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 I didn't really like that scene. Um, the whole thing with, uh, I, I guess it, we're, we're getting a little bit ahead, but the whole thing with the the chick that was stuck in the in the safe, she had she has strong, you know, uh, death fucking vibes. I'm like, yeah, I think she's gonna die. Something's gonna happen. I don't. Did she die? Did she do? Yeah. She did, right? She did that. I'm trying to remember because they start fighting. Yeah, I think she did get taken down, right? She did get yep. taken down, right at the end. Yeah, All right. I'm like, yeah, something. So she, I think, I think she's gone. Right. Not um, everybody survives. Only the main characters. We all know this. But uh, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I didn't have that much of an issue with uh, Carol, you know, finding out. Uh, it's you know, it makes sense. You know, Daryl wasn't wasn't there for lunch. Daryl is a man of his word. He's in a tough business. Oh, I wrote wrote it down. All right, later on, because Mercer says uh, there was a, a rumor or something that they were stealing money, that they went to this house because they knew there was money there. Is that what's going on here? It's like, why are we didn't steal any money? You know, it's fucking, Sebastian told him that they had to go do this because he threatened their kids. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm sure Mercer didn't think that they were the type to do something like that anyway. It just makes no sense. It's like, hey, should we go to work or should we go to that mansion over there? And uh, we just found the, the, this uh, this paper here with an access code to a safe room. You want to do it? Why not? It doesn't make much sense, but uh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm waiting. You know, every episode, every episode that goes by, I'm like. When is it tipping point for Mercer? Because it's like if <laughs> oh, really, yeah, this is a slow burn. We see it happening. There's there's droplets and droplets of motivation coming I, in every single episode with Mercer. 
I, I think I can I think I can answer that question for you, Carlos. Uh, it's going to be episode sixteen, right before they go on this last break, because they need something to make you want to see the final eight episodes. Mm-hmm. So something major has to happen. Episode sixteen. Uh, yep, yep. I think. So, I think what the 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 one that that's gonna really push them over the edge is if something happens to Princess, if they oh, yeah. try to threaten to do something. They haven't really gone back to that, but I, I think they're in a relationship. Well, it's and, not even just Princess. He he's got a sister there too. Yeah, he's got the sister. He's got the sister too. But I think she's safe for now. Uh, we don't see any issues with her. But Princess, she's in a vulnerable situation. She's part of the outsider group. She's on the lower end when it comes to the status. I mean, yeah, something can happen. So, as punishment, if uh, Sebastian wants to punish that that group, he can he can punish her and he can do something to her, make her life miserable, like what they were doing before when they were sending him into with Ezekiel and a member four, where they had to go and clear houses. Yeah. All right. So who knows? We'll see. We'll see what happens. But um, after he tells uh, Daryl tells Mercer this whole thing, they head back. With the money, because did you get it? He's like, yeah, I got it. So he head back, and you see the other two goons that were there. Sebastian's out there, but the two goons are there, and they're like, "Oh, you got it! Oh, this is great! All right!" And this whole thing, and Mercer's there. They don't seem to really acknowledge the fact that their boss is there, or maybe did they see them? I'm pretty sure they saw him. Pretty sure they saw. Him. Oh yeah, they saw him, right? Yeah, because you would think, would you really act that way if the boss was there? Like they didn't know that you were doing this side mission. It was very dangerous, and you already lost some members. And Mercer never questioned where some of his soldiers were. It's like, oh, they're dead. They they, they went down there. But whatever, add two more to the pile because he put the bullet in both of them. Mercer was like, no, this is done. He's like, they're not going to tell anybody anything. He says, and he's like, oh, what are we going to do? You're going to take that money and bring it to Sebastian, or else he's going to come after you. Right, and uh, these guys will just say there were more casualties. He just didn't want anybody. He was so pissed. He was so pissed because now he's seeing it. But I think he still didn't fully believe it until the following scene after, where you see everybody hanging out in a room. Rosita and, and Daryl and Mercer just now, you know, pals hanging out. Sebastian walks in. Did you get it? Did you get it? You know, Daryl's like, yeah, right there on the table. He looks at it, he sees all this money, he's all excited, oh, this is great, thanks guys, you finally did it, I knew you could do it, the whole thing, and and then he takes out some more money, he puts it down on the table, and he's like, what's it, oh, this is your cut, I told you, I'll take care of you, this, this and that, great, woo, we did it, we did it, the whole thing, and then he walks out, and then the camera pans to Mercer, and we see it, and I think this is what he needed to see, as proof, like, really, did he not think that this was possible? That, that, that Sebastian was behind all of this. That, that, I don't know. What did you guys get from that? Now, Rich, what did you think of that whole thing going on with the, the stare down and with this whole situation? Did you think Mercer questioned Daryl, or he just needed to see this with his own two eyes? Well, I also was confused because I thought that he already, uh, when he killed the two guys, shot the two guys. I figured at that point he was already like, okay, I, I already know not to. I thought at that point he was deciding not to really trust the Commonwealth. Yes, he will stick around for the time being, but I thought he did a turn when he did that. So with this scene here, I don't really know if it really changed uh, the reaction. Um, but yeah, my guess is that he definitely had an idea after this whole thing went down that uh, you can't trust. Obviously, you can't trust the Commonwealth. You can't trust uh, the governor, Hornsby, and you definitely cannot trust uh, the son either. So, 
That's what I figured. They're all bad. Hornsby's bad, all of this. I mean, and we're going to get to it. Now, We pretty much everyone in the group has seen the dark side of the Commonwealth, especially when it comes to Hornsby. They've all seen it, and Sebastian. Not so much with the governor, which uh, I think it's in, by design because they're trying to keep her out of all of this to throw in that what if, if she's actually has good intentions. She's not corrupt because a lot of this is happening behind her back. We know this from the little carriage ride. She doesn't know that she knows that Hornsby has his own goals and aspirations of becoming this, his own warlord of the, the outside uh, communities. And she says, all right, just do what you got to do, but don't uh, neglect your responsibilities. So some people could say, ah, oh, you see, she's giving him the green light, but maybe she doesn't know how far he's going. And then definitely with Sebastian. And I think that was the other thing. Later on in that scene, we see that Sebastian, uh, Hornsby, was it Carol talks to Hornsby about it? Because she was like, oh, did you know? But yeah, he knew. He, he was all behind that too with the soldiers. So I guess the soldiers weren't so much as listening to Sebastian, but they're listening to Hornsby because he's has a higher position in all of that. So he was probably giving the okay and Sebastian was just there to make sure these people went out there, these soldiers went out there to try to do the job. So he's helping him out, Sebastian, for some other reason. Maybe Sebastian is covering for him for some of the other activities. I don't know, but it's clear that they're in cahoots and they're trouble. They're all trouble. And now, hopefully Mercer, this was a tipping point. We don't know fully, but because he doesn't really give a lot off when, with his emotions. I was at first thinking that he was going to, which I doubt it, but I was like, maybe he'll do something to the sun. Maybe once he sees it or something like that, or I don't know, grab the bag and say, all right, I'm going to take this to your mother first. I just need to see it with my own two eyes that you were sending our soldier, you know, give some speech. But uh, no, that didn't happen. That did not happen. Oh, I just want to make a quick comment. Yep. I have a, I have a prediction to, right. to go to what you said about the governor and when people questioning whether or not she's a good or a bad person. I think her son is the key to, to all of that because obviously if something happens to the son, now you're going to know that uh, she's going to want some type of retaliation. So uh, I, I didn't mean I didn't read the comic, so I don't know if something's going to happen to Sebastian, but uh, see, but I'm just well, that's thing. Yes and no. That from what I'm getting from this because she also knows he's a prick. Remember, because he even okay, said, yeah, yeah. remember he said, "Mom's cutting me off." Yeah. So she knows. So she she knows that he he's got these issues. So, it's going to be interesting. But uh, that's it, folks. That was this episode. Um, overall, it was entertaining, but it left a lot more questions than answers. And I hate that. I really hate that. I wish they wouldn't be so vague when they would spill out what's going on. Especially with the whole Negan thing. Don't just say, I live here. No, what's your role here? What Are you a leader? Are you part of the... Are you just a... Uh, a nomad who just uh, popped up and then picked this woman. Like, oh wow, you want to reproduce? Yeah, well, I don't get it. Like, how did this happen? Just a little more details. I don't know. That's that's me. That's a, that that's something I would have wanted more from that. And this whole thing with the the reasoning with getting money and all that that, that wasn't good enough for me. I felt maybe if it was something else besides money that was there. Or if it was just a trap and it was all BS, like a Joker type of situation. Like, hey, go in there, you're going to get all this stuff. And then once you go in there, it's just like a kid's room or something with toys. 
and uh, when they move a toy, it sets off an alarm. And it's like, gotcha, you know, just to, to send them to their, their doom. But that's not what it was. That's not what we got. Womp womp. But overall, it was all right. It's entertaining. It's fun. We got to see some Walker action and killing. And, and that's what you want to see in these shows. You don't want to see heavy dialogue constantly. Remember, this is The Walking Dead. You know, this is focused on the walking and, and dead walking and, and fighting zombies. And that's dead it. man walking. And dead man walking, right? Some of them. Alright, peoples, so thanks again for uh, checking us out over on YouTube and Coalition, Spotify, and iTunes. Uh, we will be back for episode 15, of course, and uh, that's pretty much it. Anything you guys want to say before we close out? I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, uh, if, 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 I, if I see, uh, you know, the filming of The Walking Dead around the streets of New York, or if I just, you know, see a fight, I'll uh-huh. let you guys know and report report back yeah but people definitely i'm gonna put a comment in the youtube also because i'm curious to see where people think this is going especially with leah and i'm sure people have their theories so if you're hearing this on there or if you're on spotify go ahead check out coalition and just put in a comment do you think leah is going to be a, a main character going forward meaning is she going to be the one that's going to go after daryl or is she just on her own and pulling a rambo and it's like i'm taking everybody down i'm angry at the world because that's and very when, possible and when the hell is rick and michonne going to come back oh, oh come on come on you, you know the answer to that carlos they're with Le- oh, never oh they're with Leah. <laughs> no that's no the, the 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 second to last episode of uh, of the show Mm. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, that's yeah. Who knows? I mean, she gets. What's either that or the last episode? It's, uh, I mean, it's going to be interesting. No, well, I mean, I mean, uh, just to say very quickly, uh, yeah, uh, we already know that Andrew Lincoln is back here filming, so you're you're definitely going to see Rick in the whoa, last. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, Rich, uh, Rich, Rich, you breaking news here? No, no, no. Well, no, that no, was no. Spoiled. That was spoiled online. People saw pictures out in Georgia, and he was on set with cast members and stuff. Some people could say, yeah. oh, he was just visiting. Yeah, no one travels to, from England to Georgia just to play a visit. You know, you could Skype for that type of shit. You don't, you don't need to do it in person. He's so, there so to, you, to film something. So you'll definitely see him in the, at some point in the last several episodes. I just don't know how they're going to incorporate him in the storyline. You know, but well, it did, could, could be linked with Leah, uh, at least with the Michonne. Michonne thing. With, remember, Rick, he's with the CRM. That's the last time, oh, we, yeah. saw we, yep. last time we saw him. He's with the CRM. So if anything, he's rolling with an army right now. If he's still with them. <laughs> and we haven't seen any mention of that. I they No, actually lies. They did bring that up at some point. I think it was Hornsby was talking about it. That uh, they had a working relationship with the CRM. But we have not seen the CRM. Yep. So we haven't seen them yet. We so. haven't seen them. So maybe that's how this comes in. And uh, we'll see. But yeah, that's it, people. Thanks again. And we will see you next week. All right. One second. And peace.